Let's go. It's happening. Let's go. How are we? Fine. Uh, <laughs> could Fine. you liven up, please? Okay, okay. Fine. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What's, what's happening? What's no, your nothing bad. Video? Yeah? Yeah, nothing bad. All Good right. things. It's January 23rd. It'll be yeah. the 24th when this is uploaded. Yeah. I just remember now, the 23rd. It's my friend Katie's birthday, oh. and I was like going to call her after work. Oh, happy birthday, Katie. Happy birthday, Katie. This and is dedicated I, to her. Send her this video. Happy birthday, Katie. Honestly. I, I forgot to call her after work, so now I'm like feeling guilty, and now like the weekend's over, so I'm going to have to like wait to talk to her on the phone like the next weekend. Like, That's okay. Uh, is she busy during the week? She couldn't call her during the week? She's very busy. She's a big old scientist and also <sighs> just gave birth to a child. Oh, well, wait. Have I met Katie? You met Katie. Oh, I love Katie. Katie was in a two-game Nats video. She's great. Yeah, she didn't just give birth. The, the baby was born in like July. But you know, That's recently. August, beginning of August. Ooh, I forget. Sorry, Katie. <laughs> Mr. Birthday, now our babies. Oh my God. I'm sorry, Katie. Poor Katie's family. I love Katie. I love her. I love her. We love Katie. We love Katie. <laughs> Great. Welcome back to another Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. And another week has gone by. We are deep into January. Matt Palmer is deep into his whole 30. It is, we only have like a week left, it's right? true. It's like nine more days and then we're through the woods, darling. And then you're going to have some peanut butter cups. Oh my God. I'm going to have peanut butter cups. I'm going to have a glass of champagne. I'm telling you, one third of it, I'm going to be like, woo. <laughs> I'm excited for a very, very drunk February for it'll, you. It'll be great. Yes. It will just completely undo everything we've done over the past 30 days. That's the plan at least. That, that, so. But then that, that way you can do it again. And in March, mm. the odd months of the year will be your whole 30 months. I don't foresee that. Okay. <laughs> I think it'll be more like, honestly, the thing, the good thing that's come out of the whole 30 is like we have new healthy-ish meals that we would not have made otherwise okay. that are going to be added to the repertoire. Because you know me, I could eat the same thing every day. Yes, you, and you do <laughs> often. I will say in the 10 years I have known you, you used to literally just be turkey burgers every single day and now you have graduated to many things i have and even though even when we were living together i was told by other people in this apartment that we would still need to expand once <laughs> we moved in together yes and yes. so this whole 30 has been the quickest like expansion of the food and Honestly, we found some great stuff. We have like a, a Whole30 approved salmon Florentine moment. So okay. there's like garlic and mushrooms on the salmon and like a nice coconut cream sauce. And I'm like, you know what? This is great. All right. And I know you like salmon. All I you got to do. do is just add a couple new things to hey. the salmon and it's a whole new thing. Is there like something brand new that you've never had before that you have had for the first time during your Whole30 experience? I mean, yes. We have had a lot of, um, are those shoes new? Those shoes? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're new. Oh, well, so they, I just well, saw no, them. Actually, they're like two months old, but I don't wear them that often. They look great. They're very white. They're, they're very, very white. Crisp. Much like my sweater. Sorry, we yeah. got on a tangent. We, yeah, sorry. He saw <laughs> um, my shoes in the corner of the room. I did. Um, yes, I feel like just to Tonight we are made, uh, well, Jackson made. I was cleaning and doing the dishes, so I did do my part. I'm all but about someone else cooking and me cleaning. Exactly. All about that. And so I was like a sweet potato-based chili that lasts for like a week. And so throughout the week, we'll be going and getting that for lunch, which is just easy and nice. And you know what? Once we've gotten into it, it's been less and less of a chore, honestly, the whole 30. So if you can, if you got 30 days and you feel like you've had cake for 12 days straight, like I did after the holidays, I'd recommend that. Okay. It's fine. It's like the first first few days up to a week were like tough but once you get through that you can get through anything and look at you you're look a new me. guy you're, 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 your insides are all fresh and new just yes. like your crisp white shirt thank if you're you watching, you see he's very, it's very white shirt and your white shoes and which my, you can't my see Swiss. but just believe me very yes. white Matt yes. Steele yes how are you speaking of very white <laughs> 
It is winter time and I'm a redhead, so everything is pasty today. Yes. Um, I am doing well. I had a lovely week. Uh, For the first time in 2022, I saw friends who were not Matt Palmer at the podcast recordings or two game match recordings or my coworkers. Like I actually like went out and did things with my friends twice in one week. Same friends. Uh, Matt Bridges. Bridges, Yes. Matt Bridges and Greg one day. And then my friends, Lauren and Megan, another day got food both of these days and then just like sat and talked and it was like, Oh, remember? So uh, like me having a social life before Omicron. That's the thing. Omicron really hit at the wrong time. Yeah. But I mean, it's always hits at the wrong time. <laughs> All the variants hit at the wrong if time because every time is the wrong time. It's true. But uh, yeah, no, it's one of those things where, you know, you're trying to be like, oh, it's a new year, new me, try to be social. But it's like, we're only doing things outside. It's a little like chilly, especially at night. It's like a little colder than you want it to be to be outside the whole time. But I'm glad you got to do that. Where did you guys go? What did you do? Oh, you know, we we literally just got food. Hey, <laughs> like we literally take food. got food and chatted. And like, that's all a girl needs. I mean, that's literally, you know, me and like, you know, how like you have these friends who are always like, oh, let's do this crazy thing where you have to spend a lot of money or this crazy thing where you have to like see a whole group of people. It's like mm. I like when it comes to hanging out with friends, I'm like, can't we just like eat food and chat That's, like i'm hey, all about who, that. who dislikes that that's I, what people yes, want that you is know? what i love more than anything well, i'm glad you're getting your social exercise yeah, that's great what did you do this week besides eat uh whole 30 things i ate whole 30 things i also we i mean we watched a film which will come up a little bit a later film. i film a film that i enjoyed um what else did we do this week uh we went and saw waitress we saw waitress in thousand oaks which was a christmas gift that i was that i gave to jackson and we saw it and it was like a 45 minute drive there we get there oh my goodness what a show. I'd, I'd only listened to the uh, score. Is that what we call it? <laughs> I was it like, It is a score, yes, I, but we would call it like a cast recording. Cast recording. I almost Some, said soundtrack. Yeah, I, would, and I, I would have. That's why I turned was off the podcast. getting frightened because I was told I'd get you know my head blown off. Some, some people say cast album, okay. which like I didn't grow up saying I say cast recording myself. Mm. Some people say show album, and I'm like, no. That's I hate that. Well, I was familiar with the cast recording, but I had not seen like the scenes in between that like told the story of waitress and it was really really lovely especially the uh, actress who had jesse mueller's role like the main character oh my god a vocal and then also it's just like uh, if you like you should only be allowed to sing she used to be mine if you can really fucking sing okay. and she could okay and it's like when you saw kelly clarkson do it on her show the other week and i think i have a video of shoshana bean doing it and both of those are exceptional jesse mueller of course and this young lady whose name i'm sorry i don't know but whoever's the lead <laughs> in the national tour of waitress knocks it out of the park she does a great job as does the becky who is like the um kiala settle character okay things i didn't plan it and she was like Belting higher than Kiala was. Like, okay. it's like Kiala was in her head or mixing. And this young lady was belting. And I was Full like, chest? I mean, no, yes. no, no she, I mean, but she was an Effie. So it's like, okay. if you can do Effie Wired, <laughs> if you can do And I'm telling you, you could do Becky with your eyes closed. But she did a brilliant job. It was a brilliant show. Was this was your lovely. first, ret- was this your return to the theater? It had to have been. I'm trying to think the last thing I saw in like a theater show. Um, 
I can't even think. It must have been. Oh, we saw Love Actually live at the Christmas 2019. I don't know if we're really going to call that theater, but it was fun. Okay. It was fun. Fun. We love fun. We love fun. Okay. We're here for fun. Yeah. Um, is there anything else we want to discuss before we dive into news? I don't think so. I'm just hoping that we're staying in focus for this so we don't have to like re-record uh, it like how we did last. <laughs> yes. We did a Zara Larson video if you haven't seen it. And Matt Steele asked he like was 15 minutes down the road. I had to call him and be like, hey, it's out of focus. Yeah. <laughs> and I so had he to came drive back. all the way back, but it's fine. I got to listen to the Kylie Minogue al- album Disco oh, again because after listening to Zara Larson, I was in the mood for that album again. And right. fuck, what an album! Oh. My coworker today walked up to me and was like, "What are you thinking about?" And I just went, "Kylie Minogue." <laughs> And and he was just like, "Who?" And I was like, "Kylie Minogue." Oh. And he was like, "Is that a new Jenner?" Oh my god! And I was like, "No, she sang can't get you out of my head." How old was this person? Uh, like 24, 25. So he uh, was how old when that song came out? I don't know. Like maybe single digits maybe for sure. Maybe twenty six. I don't. I forgot. I don't know. But and he was like, "I don't know that song." And I was like, "Come on, na 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 na." He's like, "Oh, I know that song." And I was like, "It's the same song same I just song. sang to you, but it's fine." Uh, yes, excellent. We love Kylie, and I'm glad you got to listen to more of that than you would have had, you know, Thank our you. recording worked correctly. <laughs> um, okay, the first news story is honestly just something you retweeted, and it seems like there's going to be a lot of discourse around it. What is up with the Daily Beast? Uh, Period. What is up with the Daily <laughs> I guess Beast? Maybe that's the question. That's the problem. Like, I feel like they've written this article in which no one was talking about this topic. Rachel Ziegler, who is the star of uh, West Side Story, and how she is becoming the new Anne Hathaway, the theater kid actress people online love to hate. I feel like I am not, of course, in the middle of theater Twitter like you are, but I'm an offshoot. I've heard no one say that. No one is talking about like, that. Like, that is, like, Rachel Ziegler seems nice and is talented, and she, I think, recently did a dramatic reading of a Britney, like, post, like, mm. in Britney Instagram comment. That's the online chatter about Rachel Ziegler that I know. And she's also a child, right? Yeah, she's very young. She's, like, 20, or maybe why, 21 now. I don't know. Why would the Daily Beast spend their time trying to, like, vilify this person about something that, honestly, Anne Hathaway probably shouldn't have been vilified for back in the day, back of in 2013? Of course she shouldn't have. It's all a rag. The Daily Beast is fucking trash. Like, they're literally, they literally <laughs> just wrote this article just to be mean to this poor girl. I know. Like, get out of here. And it's like, maybe we're giving... So, like, okay... Don't read the piece. Don't give it clicks. So, because I don't want to like give them what they want, which is like to start this discourse. But like, what? Just truly, what is the point of this? To just like, be rude and to be like, oh no, a girl who's nice, exactly, and, and like polished I, in her like performance, right? Like, and get out of here. I just. It just is crazy, and I'm glad that there is backlash to the piece, as there should be. Yeah, and I think theater people, since like people are just hating on theater kids, it's time for theater kids to start. Hating other people. <laughs> it's time. But honestly, you just hate the Daily Beast because people aren't <laughs> hating on theater kids. Like, Glee's not out. Like, this is not relevant. Like, yeah. she just seems like a nice girl who did a good job in a movie that's really good and people have not seen and they should. So, Team Rachel Ziegler, we like you. Yeah, I, I hate it when I feel like people are just attacking people for no reason. Right. It's just, like, completely useless and ridiculous. Well, fuck the Daily Beast is what we have to say about that. Did you watch that Adele video? Oh, I didn't watch the actual video, but I'm sure she was so sad. She was torn up. So Adele um, had announced this week that she was rescheduling the dates for a residency because her team has been recovering from COVID uh, and just they were not able to get it all together. She did announce this the day before opening day. (laughs) So she was just so sad and like brokenhearted and crying into her little, uh, you know, MacBook Pro camera, which she 
is wont to do when singing To Be Loved or when giving this kind of announcement. And <laughs> it is just so heartbreaking because, you know, you never want to see Adele upset. And you can tell that she is so sad to have let her fans down mm-hmm. but luckily I feel like I saw her tweet out something recently that was like you all have been so lovely to me about this like thank you so much for the support and so the Adele people I think they call themselves the daydreamers which by the way not a great name but I, I think they've been very nice in response to this fact that you know the show is not going to happen when they thought it was well I mean because they get it like you yeah. get it when, some, when a show gets cancelled you get it yeah. like it's a very rough time it's a very inconsistent time trying to do live yeah, shows right. I'm happy that live shows are still able to happen even if it's not consistently yeah so it's a very hard time the people get it it's just like man people like flew to vegas for this and spent so much money and did you see that tiktok i sent you yes that <laughs> poor girl there is this girl on tiktok who literally has tried to see adele maybe five times including flying to london she was and then after all of these times over the course of like five or ten years or whatever she gets tickets to opening night in vegas and she cancels again and it's just like you know this is so sad and i feel awful for you but like also iconic tiktok oh <laughs> Absolutely iconic life story that this girl has. And like Adele needs to bring her back. Adele needs to give her a private concert or something. This girl is dedicated. This girl is committed. She has to sing at her wedding. Oh, oh my God. She must. Or if nothing else, they all they should meet on. Well, I was going to say Ellen, but the Kelly Clarkson show. Okay. (laughs) You know, that should be an Adele and this young lady meet up because she, I just love that she is never giving up. Like the next time Adele schedules a date, you can tell, even though she's upset at the circumstances, she'll be first in line to get those tickets. Oh, you must never give up. Never give up. Never, ever give up. And you know, at least she got to maybe spend a nice weekend in Vegas. Yeah, people like Vegas. Yeah. You know, I love that. And I feel like a lot of those people, at least for opening night, were probably like scalpers and or like super mega rich people who aren't like the biggest adult fans anyway so do I feel horrible for them no but I'm sure some fans did get screwed over like this lady did but also I heard that Adele was like FaceTiming fans like actually calling them on FaceTime and apologizing and stuff so if you get a FaceTime from Adele like worth that that. I mean yes we all would have loved the live performance but it's coming it's coming she's working on it and it's just you know it's an uncertain time Omicron is kicking all of our asses so yeah but you know we're making it through the rain. We're making it through the rain. Um, so the M&Ms. Uh-huh. <laughs> they are being redesigned for a more dynamic, progressive world. Um, all that I've learned that this means for me is um, some of them have, like, mental illnesses that have been, like, uh, like explained to all of us. Like, I think the... Hold on, here we go. Um, but now the personality is is no longer being sexy. Like people, some of the M&Ms will have anxiety. The sexy M&M, the green M&M is no longer wearing her boots and is wearing sensible sneakers. And, uh, you know, just different kind of to, to adapt to the, the world today. It also, it just feels like we are uh, making something out of nothing. Like, was anyone complaining about the M&Ms and their character? I've never heard a complaint from not. anyone in my bubble. Uh, I don't know. To quote Whoopi Goldberg on The View that one time, okay. <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't know what to say. I mean, honestly, I feel like a lot of this maybe was just for the the press right. release of it, of it all to promote M&Ms. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm happy that 
chocolate exists. I don't know. I'm happy that you can eat, still eat it, it just, in next month. Right. Uh, the, the green M&M and the brown M&M will have a more friendly relationship, mm. showcasing a force supporting women. The two characters dynamic will have them together throwing shine, not shade. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, it just, I feel like the more I read about it, the more like unnecessary and annoying it is. But I guess you're, you could be right. I'm sure this is just a marketing ploy to get us to talk about. But yeah. it's like, does M&M's need a marketing ploy? Yeah, like, like, I feel like M&M's are doing good. M&M's are doing fine. Right. Uh, and uh, sure, I mean, I don't know. I never really got M&M's, but. And I feel like there's been more talk, if you're talking about the M&M's characters, more talk about like the two women being in a lesbian relationship than yeah. any sort of talk. So like, just make them lesbians together. That's hot. That'd be so hot. Like, come on. Two little chocolate the, candies. The one lesbian with the boots and the other one with the glasses because the brown M&M's like, oh my the, God. like smart They'd be so girl. cute together. They'd be adorable now, together. that is like a, a reboot of M&M's that I would pay to sit. Yeah, like hot. I mean, I wonder if like there's an Eminem porn out there. Oh, did you uh, did you need to put that in my fucking head right now? I didn't want to wonder that. Oh come on, so I'm sure someone's thought of it. Where it's you know I, how like some people are into like people dressed as different characters. I wonder if there is a video out there of two women in like Eminem costumes. I'm not trying to yuck anyone else's yums. And again, two adult consenting women in costumes is better than what I was thinking, which was like a cartoonified sex. No, there's not that much budget in porn. <laughs> <laughs> there's not going to be like an animated. But maybe someone's trying to cut their teeth in animation and like this is the first thing. It's like how, uh, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey was just fanfic about... Um, What's one of those? Uh, I, not Harry Potter. What was the fanfic about? Uh, the oh, Twilight. Of- it was Twilight fanfic. Was it? It was, and it got turned into Fifty Shades of Grey. So maybe there are little animators out there cutting their teeth with like sexual, pornographic Eminem animation. You know, it's great to have a passion. It is. And I'm, I'm happy. I don't know how to animate. So if they know how to animate and that's what they choose to animate, I support their art. I do too. Where, how did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. We were talking about, you know, the anxious Eminem. Honestly, like Eminem porn makes more sense than like some of these changes. Honestly, like the why the Eminems have anxiety, I don't know. But I guess (laughs) it's just 2022. Everybody has anxiety. Um, So a movie that is going to, I mean, I'll just talk about it now. One of my giving you moments is we watched in content. Oh. Oh my gosh. What a lovely little film. I haven't seen it yet. so heartwarming like it's one of those movies that I feel like ever since Inside Out Disney and Pixar have been tackling more serious issues but like with a childlike lens obviously so mm-hmm. this is truly a movie about family trauma okay. <laughs> and like how that reverberates gener- generationally and it is lovely and wonderful and heartwarming and beautifully animated like mm-hmm. some of those shots are like shit like those people who started out doing that Eminem porn have really come up <laughs> <laughs> And are making something so beautiful. The songs are great. Lin-Manuel, his stamp is all over it. And Mm. uh, one of the songs from the film, uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno, is the highest charting song from a Disney animated movie in 26 years. And it has outpeaked Let It Go. Has it? Yes, I think it's number four. Oh, damn. Okay. And it's a wonderful song. It is obviously amazing. But I would argue, not my favorite song. From the film. What's your favorite song? There's from a song Encanto. called uh, something. It's like pressure or something about pressure. The character Luisa, who is like her superpower is having super strength, and she talks about the pressure of being the oldest girl. And it's just like it's a catchy bop about her feeling pressure from the family as the oldest. It's like I'll oh, just give her all of it. She can take it. She's older. Mm. She's stronger. She can handle it. But she's just like 
What if I can't? And it's Shit. like, yes, Louisa. Man, older children can relate. We can't. I know. We're, we're the, the young ones. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because our, our older brothers are real stressed out there somewhere. Oh, Jackson t- texted from the back. Surface pressure. Is Surface pressure. Thank song. you. Thank you, Jackson. It's lovely to our, have Our PA here. Jackson. PA slash boyfriend, Jackson <laughs> Musker. Uh, Surface pressure is the title of the song. And it is beautifully performed. It is so catchy. It is so Lynn. But it's mm. like. The bop, like it literally is a pop song. Like it is so good. All right. Well, when we need uh, nobody, is it nobody talks about Bruno? We need we, some, we don't talk about. Is Bruno. it well when we don't talk about Bruno gets the Oscar nomination for best song instead of surface surface pressure. pressure? Are you gonna revolt? Are you gonna boycott the Oscars? I mean, we don't talk about Bruno is good. Okay. I want you know. I I just hope they don't um they don't nominate both of them because we all remember what happened to Dreamgirls when they split the vote when mm-hmm. they nominated mm-hmm. Listen along with. You know, um, love you, I do, and then that bad song, <laughs> and that's what the vote when Listen should have won. Um, I guess that's neither here nor there, but of course, I'm still mad about it. There are certain award things that have happened in my time on Earth that I'm still mad about. You know, there are always learning experiences when it comes to award shows, and mm. that was a learning experience for you and for me. Yes, you know, were you rooting for Listen? I love Listen. A great yes, song. Listen is was excellent. I oh. remember when it first came out, and every all the musical theater fans were just like, mm, "I bet this is going to be bad." And then we listened to it, and we were like, "We'll allow it." <laughs> it's like we'll, we'll allow it. W- well, it's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine, Beyonce. Fine, it's excellent. <laughs> um, in a new segment of the podcast, I guess because we must have one. Here's who died this week. Ugh. Like it's truly devastating, but it seems like ever since, like. Betty White, which was New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. It's just been so consistent. These legends and like just sad stories of people passing away. I, I fashion icon Andre Leon Talley, who is you know such an icon. He, I think he was the head editor of Vogue. He worked with Mariah during her Emancipation of Mimi era. There are many great um, like I think there was like a Fox Family or like ABC Family, whatever it was at the time special uh, that Mariah did around that time, and that highlighted their relationship. And he just seemed like a lovely guy who, oh yeah, you know, and had done so, so much for fashion. Not that we're like fashion plates, but we cannot deny his importance. So yeah. may he rest. I always loved watching him on America's Next top model mm. is after like he everything was gauche to him he was like oh that it's it's very gauche and <laughs> i still don't know what gauche means right. but i i still use it I, love <laughs> I, it I try to use it and sound like i know what good it means. good for you thank you to andre maybe one day i'll learn what it means yes i think it's always good to learn new words um Louis Anderson, comedian. So icon. sad, and he was quite young. He was. was he was 68. I think it was what, blood cancer or it something? Was, it was definitely cancer. I don't know what type. And everything I hear about him is obviously like how talented he was and how great of an actor he was and right. a great comedian, but also how lovely of right. a human being he was. Like, you look at any of his interviews and you're just like, oh my, what a charming, right. beautiful man who just like seemed like he had such a huge heart and like... It's so sad. A story I recently read about him was actually from Casey Wilson's book. And it was, she was like at an award show and like an, at an after party where like no one was really talking to her. And he sat down next to her being like, what's that really funny show you're on? Uh, and you're really funny on Happy Endings. You're talking about Penny. And then he I, was she's like, oh, I just saw you on this show where you are playing a woman. And I love how you're not making fun of being a woman at all. Mm-hmm. Like you're so sunken into the role. And he was like, I'm playing my mother. Like oh. I'm, she is no longer with us and I am playing her. And that's. I I always thought one day I'd play my dad, but I got to play my mom. And he just turns to her and just goes, uh, "Is your mother still with us?" And Casey's like, "No." And he and she goes, and then I he followed up with something that no one ever asks. And she goes, he goes, "What was her name?" Oh. And she's like Kathy. And he's like, "I 
I'm sending love and light to Kathy. Oh. And just like got up and it's just like a, truly a man, an angel. Like it's so lovely. Um, Meatloaf also passed away. I know. Which is sad. Of course, he wrote a beautiful song in um, It's All Coming Back to Me Now. And it's, uh, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, that's a song he wrote. He for, wrote that. Yes. Are you? I had no idea he wrote I mean, that. I first, listen, listen to it. I again. mean, it's, it's very. A I would do anything for love, but yes. I won't do that. It's yes. a very like epic saga of right. a song. Which, I, brilliant. Brilliant. Um, he. I honestly wait. I could be wrong. He was either supposed to perform it or he wrote it. Either way, he was involved in that amazing song. And he, I, I would do anything for love. A brilliant song. I, I like the best song that everyone loves, but no one knows what it's about. I, absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely. Um, uh, did he die of COVID? I don't know. Okay, because he was very proudly unvaccinated. Yes, Okay, we're going to talk quietly about this because he has passed away and we yes. don't wish ill of the dead, of course. But extremely talented. Extremely talented. Obviously, amazing performance in Rocky Horror Picture Show, iconic. Mm. And of course, iconic performance in Spice World as mm. the bus driver. Everyone should get vaccinated and get boosted. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then, I mean, not that any death is more sad than the other, but just like as far as length of life and like cause of death. Regina King. Oh. And the fact that her son passed away and died by suicide is just so devastating. What a, I don't know. I just, it's like you can't send more prayer and love to a person. It's just like, mm-hmm. what an absolute nightmare. Like as a parent, it just has got to be worst case scenario. And it's just, I, I it breaks my heart over and over and over again for her. So I know. And, and I mean, everyone loves Regina. That's King. the thing. Every, like How could everyone you not? loves, she's one of our great actresses, right. like of the, of like our time everyone loves that like everyone who's worked with her has said how amazing she was I was lucky enough to have like gotten to meet her and yeah. work with her for like a very short thing but, but even still she was nothing but lovely and wonderful and her son seemed like such a sweet guy yeah. and and I you know my heart goes out to her and her Honestly. entire family it's devastating very sad. Um, so I really, truly hope next week we do not have this section of the podcast. But do we have like a, another happy story coming up? I mean, this is kind minutes? of happy. Anna de Armas fan sued because she was cut out of yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck so that. apparently, yesterday that movie that came out about the guy who um, re- like somehow woke up in a world where the Beatles didn't exist, and mm-hmm. so he just like got famous singing Beatles songs uh, was. Saw the trailer. This trailer of the movie has Anna de Armas in it, mm-hmm. and then the actual movie does not have Anna de Armas in it because it apparently got cut out. Yeah, and I, I didn't know she was in the trailer. She's in the tra- that was the whole thing. That's she like was- in Lee Daniels' The Butler. Melissa Leo has like a title card in the trailer as uh, whose wife? One of the first ladies. Whoa. I forget. Was it uh, uh, and Linda B. Johnson? Cut out I forget completely. And she's completely cut out Wild. of the movie. Like after the trailer came out, and it's like wow. Well, um. To make up for the minor loss of $8 combined, they decided to make a lawsuit that is $625,000 cost, uh, $625,000 times the cost of their troubles by suing for $5 million. Iconic. I, <laughs> yeah, like, what was the legal case they tried to I argue don't for this? Know. I, I don't I, know. Because I don't think you can... I, I'm pretty sure the production house is, has the right to do that. Look, I, you know, am, I had got called into jury duty this week. I don't have to go tomorrow, but we're going to keep calling every night, which is what one has to do. Mm. Fingers crossed I'm on this case. <laughs> <laughs> I Girl. feel like best case scenario. I, oh my God. That would be the best gay 12 angry men. Oh my like, God. Reboot ever. I'd be like, you don't know how we feel about our Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Five million dollars. 
up it. 10 million. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just they like need me. They 11 need... straights and one angry queen being like, you don't understand. It's like, I'm not, I'm not voting that. No, I'm justice, not voting that. Justice, justice, justice for Anna. And then you like oh slowly God. in a period of a couple hours, like convince each person individually. You know give I it the Pulitzer. It. Give it, give it. Mm. Um, trying to think of other things of note. Olivia Rodrigo apparently has unfollowed her Boyfriend Adam Faze amid breakup rumors. So, Ooh, an album's coming. I, mean, I didn't say it. I, mean, I, mean, I wish him the best. Of course, wish her of the course, best. But young people break up. Yeah. That's okay. It's yeah, natural. But like an album's coming. So an album's excited. coming. But I also had heard before this happened that the new album was going to be called Sweet and like be happier. Which honestly, I didn't love that idea. So <laughs> this will maybe be the left turn. Maybe movie. this one will be called Bitter. I love that. I love that. Or salty. Salty works <laughs> as well. Salty, I like a lot. And one that's just for me. Candy Burris of Real House of Atlanta fame and writing No Scrubs fame uh, has, well, Bravo has released a trailer for her new television show, which is essentially Candy Pump Rules, as we're calling it. (laughs) (laughs) It is about working at OLG Restaurant, which is based in Atlanta and all about the serving, uh, the staff, and also her mom and her aunts who are like a part of the... I don't know. The the OLG is the old lady gang. And so it's all the recipes are based off of her mom and like her aunt's recipes and things. And so they are characters on the show. The kids being like the messy servers who are sleeping with each other. Part of the show. Candy and her husband Todd a part of the show. Cannot wait. I'm excited for you. You know what? Vanderpump Rules has really been trying me this season. And... The fact that we're starting over, we're in Atlanta. It's a scrappy new young bunch of people mm. dying to make their way in the world. I just and the trailer looked amazing, and there was a queer person. There, everybody was a people of color. It just was like this is what I would like to see. And Candy's good at reality TV. Oh, the best. Like, She's likable while still always like involved. Yes. in the drama a little and, bit. And even though she is, you know, always playing the straight man, she knows how to pick yes. people around her mm. that are the dramatic. Yeah, like, she's such a good straight oh, man. She's the Such best. a good one. The assistant, Don Juan, who's been messy in previous Atlanta seasons, is going to be on this show. Her mother and aunts are like always threatening to drag someone down the street. Okay. <laughs> it's like they're in their 70s, but that's television. And then the, the servers, like, is there a messier group of people as a server yourself? There's not a messier group of people. <laughs> this is what I want. So, I mean, literally, my coworker thought that Kylie Minogue was a Jenner. And that's a mess. That's a mess. <laughs> that's a mess. And I want to see We're it. praying for him. We are. So watch out. I think that show is actually called Candy and the Gang, but it's Candy Pump Rules. Candy and Pump everyone Rules. set your DVRs now because we're ready. Um, is there any other news that we'd like to report? I don't believe so. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more Two Gay Mats, the podcast. We are back. It's true. We are in focus. Yes. Email is up. Focus on me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. Yes. And you can also comment in the YouTube video if you are watching this on YouTube. But we've never gotten a question so far. Hey, we've YouTube. gotten some comments. We've gotten some comments. Yes. Never a question. People like, you know, the, the old fashioned way. They love a throwback. Um, So first question comes to us from Bruno. The subject line is one hit hitted me once. (laughs) Hi, Matt. It's me again. I won't be long. So what I want to know is who is your favorite one hit wonder artist? Mm. And also, is there an artist with many hits that you only like one song? (laughs) 
which is hilarious. One of the funniest questions that is we've ever so gotten. funny, and I'm so devastated. I don't have. I know. Any I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um. There's also a second question. Yes. Oh no, sorry. He says, "P.S. If my second question wasn't clear, imagine that straight guy that only likes Toxic by Britney Spears. Ew. Are you like that with someone? Have a great week. I was listening to Toxic today at work, um, because it was playing, and I thought yeah. this is off the topic, but I was just like, there is no. Pop song like this in oh, the no. at all? No. What an iconic standalone piece of brilliance! Anyway, to answer the question, yes. Who's your favorite one in Wonder Artist? You know, I truly don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, does Carly Rae Jepsen count as? I I was thinking of her a little bad. I mean, because in in the gay sure. bubble, she is she's not an icon. She's she a, legend. Icon, a legend. She's the moment. Many hits, but in terms of like, if we're talking Billboard Hot 100, right. how it does in the grand sphere of things, right. she doesn't have another song that comes anywhere close to "Call Me Maybe." Yep, that's know? true. Which um, is devastating. It's too bad. I think I think that's a good choice and an unfortunate that we have to admit that to ourselves. Yeah. That's a good choice. But I feel like there was a 90s R&B singer by the name of Jesse Powell and he had a song called You. Mm. And it literally was like just a showcase for a male uh, whistle register. Oh. It is so great. The chorus is literally just like, baby, it's you. And then he just keeps going up and up and up. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> you better be whistling by the end of this song. And it's just like un- underneath his vocals, like, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you say, the way you smile. This sounds great. great. Oh my God. And so, of course, childhood me was yes. very invested. I was like, Jesse Powell's the next big thing. He's coming, people. And he never came. But okay. I loved him. Okay. A talent. Are we also going to count Normani? No. Okay. No. Wild Side went to number one on Urban Radio. Okay. There's more music coming out. Also, she had Dancing with a Stranger. Okay. That's true. That's true. Very That's much true. a hit. It along with motivation. Her. She it was a duet. Okay. They are both credited. It's no. not on her album. Though. We don't okay. know what's on her album. Okay. <laughs> Is it going to be Dancing with a Stranger hey, Part 2? If it's a bonus track, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised. I'll try to think of someone who's had more hits that I only like one song because that is a funny question. Yeah, I guess. Is there like a huge pop star that you're just like, I'm not impressed? Like, <sighs> not like with any I of mean, their repertoire except for one. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I really love Sean Paul's Temperature, which I feel like mm. came up recently for us. Yes. But I can't think of another song of his that I like, especially not to that degree. That song is a classic. Oh, I mean, it's, I, I told everyone it is my, high, it is my high school dance. Yes. High school yes. dance. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Another question comes to us from John. Hey, John. Masked singer, a.k.a. Jewel Appreciation. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt. First of all, I don't recall if you've spoken about her on the in the past, but after a spoiler alert recent winning stint on The Masked Singer, Ooh. I've recently gotten into Jewel. Her story, her sound, and her lyricism are incredible, and I'm ashamed it's taken me this long to get into her. What are your thoughts on her music? Second, have you dived into The Masked Singer at all? Six seasons of B and below list celebrities in some inspired <laughs> costumes later, and for for some reason, I'm still hooked. There's no real voting. Eliminations are arbitrary, but I love a good guessing game paired with some incredible vocal performances. No spoilers for the other contestants, but some true icons who deserve more mainstream success have found their way into outfits ranging from dogs, food, flowers, and an angel costume that still haunts me to this day. Here's some <laughs> wild clips if you wanted to guess along. That's funny. I, thank you, John. I will never watch The Masked Singer. I won't either. Those but- costumes are so creepy. Yeah, they're off-putting. Horrifying. Yeah, that's it's yeah. hard. And I think it's just a little too kitschy for me to get on board. Like I just can't the whole concept of it, the like 
Also, when it's so obvious who someone is and you can tell the panel is faking and being like, mm-hmm. is it Beyonce? It's like, you think Beyonce motherfucking <laughs> Knowles would be here, ma'am? Like, Nicole Scherzinger, shut up. No. Yeah, I, no. So like, maybe it's Farrah. Okay. But maybe <laughs> Farrah will make an appearance. No one's guessing Farrah. Okay. <laughs> but yes. So I won't watch it. I do when I find out that there's an artist I care about on The Masked Singer, like when JoJo was on The Masked Singer, I do go through and watch all the performances of yes. that person. I still watch Tony Braxton's performances. I can't believe she got kicked off as early as she did. So that was upsetting. But um, I who I'm did did, did Nick Lachey beat JoJo? Someone beat JoJo, and I'm like still mad about it. Oh girl, I don't know who wins these things. Oh, but like they win because they're like the best singer. Oh no no no! I see. I thought <laughs> I thought the concept of the masked singer mm. was like if they never guess who you are, then you win. Like the more mysterious you can make <sighs> yourself, the I guess the better you do in the. I didn't know it was like an actual like it's, who's the best. It's singer, I think it's who's the best best singer like based on votes, and then you only get unmasked if you have the lowest number of votes. That's so sad because like I what know. if you're someone who's just like a professional singer yes. and like I've had hits and you get no votes that's or lo- what the happened amount of votes. on Tony Braxton when she got voted off like second that's it's like horrible I, know. I thought I the know. whole because it's like the the game shows in like the 50s or whatever where like right. people a panel is masked and celebrities come in and they ask yes or no questions what's it called what's my line whatever um, <laughs> I forget what's I think it's called what's my line right and um and the whole point was like the celebrity wins if they never guess who it is no. and they are able to disguise themselves enough. That's so when right. I found out it was like an actual singing competition, I, I was like, oh no. Upsetting. Yeah. Upsetting. Uh, wh- but what about Jewel? <laughs> what about Jewel? Okay, my memories of Jewel, I remember when Who Will Save Your Soul first came out in like 1995 and that was her first hit. I remember her being in a bathroom stall in the video. Yes. I remember playing on VH1 every morning all the time. She had many hits uh, from that first era. I think it was Pieces of You was the, the album. Um, I'm trying to remember... Uh, the thing is, and the one song I did not like by her that was a big hit was, um, what was that song? Oh, God. The one, it was on a soundtrack for something. I can't find it right now. But I find it annoying. And I'll find <laughs> it for you soon. I'm I trying love, to think of Jewel songs. I love Hands. Oh, Hands is. That is a classic yeah, Hands is song. a classic piece Foolish of Games. I Be- always hated Foolish Games. And it's such okay. a big hit. You Were Meant For Me is lovely, though. Okay. I think, she, and, and Hands, I always really liked. I feel like I know her singles pretty well, um, but I don't know the album tracks. I was just listening to, um, what was the single off of this one? This way, Stand Standing still, am I standing still? Like that. Okay. <laughs> so yes, I knew the singles back in the day, and I was like not as offended by her like turn to pop because I like, remember she like put out a song, uh, Intuition, follow your heart, your intuition, and it was used for I like remember that song. You remember it? And they she everyone turned on her essentially because like you've gone pop, and how dare you use these electronic oh, beats? No. Did she have like an alley poster as well with different colors? <laughs> it was very much that story, and I feel like. Hopefully the mass singer has revitalized things a bit, but I feel like it was never quite the same for her after that. And okay. it's like, was that song that we used in like a, a Nair or like a Venus commercial that bad? <laughs> like, well, who, who cares? Like, so what? My history with Jewel is I remember like being a little kid and like MTV was on and uh, I remember the Save Your Soul, Who Will Save Your Soul yes. video when she was in the bathroom stall and mm. I remember being like, this is in black and white and the song is kind of like low key. This is for adults. This is not for me. <laughs> so I always, whenever I think of Jewel, I always think of like, this is real mature. Mm. This is adult music because um, that's what I thought when I was a little kid right and of course i always think of her iconic duet with jessica i Simpson, was just thinking about that which is 
it, guy, we've talked about this before. I'm sure. But and, if, and you all must know. If Yeah, and if you're listening to this, you have to know. And if you don't know, just go on YouTube right now. Google Jewel Jessica Simpson duet. And like, if you can stand secondhand embarrassment, like if you like the comeback starring Lisa Kudrow, you'll love this video. It's truly. Like, Jessica, please. Truly brilliant. Please. I love it. I and love Jewel's it looking second. at her like, bitch. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Iconic. So. Well, uh, uh, we also have another an email from Maxwell. Oh, hey, Maxwell. Um, and it's not a question, but something important that I think Matt Palmer would like to talk about. I would. Uh, it says, to my walk by Griff stands. Mm. Matt, so I know you guys love Griff's EP, One Foot in Front of the Other. At yes. least Matt Palmer is constantly raving, as he should be. Excellent. And I'm in the camp that it is the most underrated music project of last year. I loved the project so much when I saw it for a good price on vinyl, I had to buy it for myself. Mm. While I was playing it for the first time, I realized one of the standout tracks. Walk is not only different from the studio version on Spotify, but improves on the song. I wasn't sure if it was just a mistake on my record, but I went to YouTube only to find that the lyric video has this version of the song as opposed to the studio version that Spotify has. Mm. I linked it below in case you weren't aware of this, and I would love (laughs) to hear your thoughts on which version is better, if one is better than the other. I love when there are demo versions and studio versions of songs, but I hate when I feel the final iteration chosen is not the best. Uh, Also, just wanted to know if both of your favorite track, both of your tra- favorite tracks on the album, assuming mm. Steel's listened as well. I hope you both are staying safe and healthy. Oh, that's so kind. Thank you. We are staying safe and healthy. Uh, my favorite tracks on the album are actually Walk, I think is my favorite, but I love Black Hole and the title track One Foot in Front of the Other mm-hmm. a lot as well. Um, I did not know that a separate version of Walk existed. I went to the lyric video and was like, wait, what? It's the same song. It's in a different key. Oh. And she's like singing so on her voice that she's almost belting during the verses. And like mm-hmm. the the version on Spotify is very like understated, like we're cool Billie Eilish people. And then the version on Spotify, just in comparison is like, we're doing the fantasy verses <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. I do. I love both versions. I may like the lyric video version better because you know, I love a good vocal. Okay. Um, but I do think it's just like, wait, why are we hearing different versions of this song? Why are they both out in the ether? I also felt like your I hate finding old versions of songs and like the final version not being as good is truly like, like Gaga Babylon shade <laughs> because so many little monsters were so upset about the final version of Babylon, which I think is still great, but people were so excited about the one that came before, but whatever. Um, it's, I, it's great to be blissfully unaware as I was when I first heard Babylon and I was like, this is one of the best things I've heard this year. Have you heard the demo version yet? Not the demo version. Like, I feel like there's like the House Labs version. That one's not. And, the, and like all these different things. And I, I feel like I've never heard the demo version that people are talking there's about. There's a version out there that I will say is excellent. Okay. And I will I'll look for it for you. But um, yeah, I uh, I think Griff is amazing. And she also just put out a new single with Sigrid, I believe her name is, called Head mm. on Fire. And that song is very good. Yeah. Shout out to Corey who sent me that. He sends me a lot of music. Half of it I don't listen to. But that one I did. And I was like, <laughs> yes. I remember you talked about this album and I, I listened to it yeah. um, on a walk one day oh. and I mean it was all great it was yeah. I remember liking the first song yeah, uh, Black Hole it? Black Hole yeah I remember liking the first song and and then but then I got to walk and I was like oh wait I mean this is, all you gotta do is walk this is a hit a monster hit amazing like, amazing song 
I love it. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. So, um, Matt Steele, I have a question for you. Oh, yes. What has been giving you moments, darling? Well. Well. So I did other things this week. I went clothes shopping. Oh. Because, okay, this is going to be a little complex, but we'll try to get through it. All right, here um, we go. So my mom, her like credit card that she uses, like every year she gets uh, gift cards from like a clothing store of her choosing. It could be The Gap or blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, and uh, they always send like $150 and she always split, has them split the card in two. Two, and she gives my brother one and me one oh, for like nice. Christmas every year. So every year I get like a $75 Gap gift card that's or whatever. Sweet. Um, and I'm always like, oh yeah, I, and I put it in my little wallet where I have all my gift cards and everything. And I always think in my head, I used this. I used this. <laughs> and I looked in the wallet and I was like, I have like seven cards. Gift Had cards. you used any of them? I thought I did. Oh my Literally, God. Literally, I was like, oh, I feel like I've used partials of these. Right. And there was only one that I like only started to use. So I went to the, <laughs> so I calculated, I looked all of them up. Yeah. I so much money. <laughs> like so much money in Gap. That cards. is so hilarious. So I went to the Gap and I bought so many clothes. I didn't even use up all the gift cards because I was like, I should not buy a lot of winter clothes because mm. there's like two months of winter, if that, True. in LA. I should wait for the spring stuff. But I still bought a lot of clothes and yeah. the gap's kind of expensive. Mm. Um, but I, I spent, and so I was so proud of myself. Then I got an email from American Eagle and I'm like a card care member or whatever. And it was mm. like, you have a $60 reward. Use it. So I went online, looked at my account. I didn't have a $60 reward. I had like six $60 what rewards is happening that to I you? just like didn't know existed. Wow. And so I bought, I, I'm, I'm revamping my underwear <laughs> at the moment. Um, I'm buying like all new underwear and underwear is expensive. It is. And I, I wear American Eagle underwear, fact, okay. the trunk versions. Um, and so I got all new underwear, all this stuff. This week I got over $650 no. worth of clothes no. for free, bitch. Wow. And that is giving me moments. And I, I mean, still have Gap gift cards left over. Wow. I can't believe you had all of this money and had no idea. Like, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed with how I just took these cards for granted. And it was just like, uh, and like I like almost didn't use them. I, like, the thing I, is, you should if you had thrown them out or something, you oh, should be embarrassed. Like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this all worked out. Everything's yeah. fine. It was just a little delayed satisfaction. I would always like see them in this wallet and be like, oh, I should use that. Right. I should use that. And I just like never did. But it, like as the years went on, I'm like, I think I've used it but mm. I just like never did and wow. so whew, so I need to like get rid of a bunch of clothes before I like put these new clothes into totally. drawers and everything so it was a shopping week for Matt Steele shopping for clothes Look at you like, all, I mean they know about the apartment stuff that like I'm buying but like you don't want to hear about that <laughs> again <laughs> we just I feel like we've earned a house tour once it's ready oh yeah like we gotta just see how it all oh because these people are tired of listening and watching I'm with sure. visuals there has to be a final moment of like this is what it now looks like yes I'm excited for that yes Um. so for me I, I, a couple of things gave me moments a couple of things we've already talked about so Encanto great film very much enjoyed it um, also Waitress the musical when I saw it in Thousand Oaks very much enjoyed it can't rave about both of them enough I must also say a new album was released this week by an artist named Years and Years and you hear me say artist name because they were a band and two of the members quit and thus it is just Ali Alexander and the, he is years and years on his own now so okay Wait, just one per yes per don't okay. <laughs> Don't tug at the thread. <laughs> All right. Just one person is years and years now. And uh, he put out his album. It's entitled Night Call. And I feel like 
there, I don't feel like there's been like blowback against it, but I feel like there's definitely a certain group of people who want the album to not be bad and to be able to fire off tweets. Like I saw one coming out that was like, uh, years and years is the first time, like all the straight people left something and it got worse. And it's like, okay, bitch, like I get it. You want like a hit tweet, but this album's actually excellent. And the fact that it's just dance pop and it's like gay music, people feel like, oh, like I also, I was. Ooh, this is gay music. I'm looking at that album cover. I know. He's a merman. She's a mermaid, baby. That is Ariel on a rock. It's true. And I I just feel, of course, I was was like looking up reactions to this video. Like not like video reactions, but like on Twitter to see what people were saying. Most of them were very positive. A lot of them, like especially the like actual critic reviews, were like four or five stars. Like this is a great collection of dance pop music, which it is. But I feel like so many people are excited to say like, or like are minimizing it to say like, oh, he's just doing such generic dance pop and like what he was doing before was like had indie cred and like blah 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 and it's like guys this little gay man who had a giant success last year with it's a sin is allowed to do whatever fucking kind of music he wants he has the voice of an angel and Mm. the songs are excellent pop music it's not like he is making stuff that's like you know b-level like jason derula b-sides no shade this is like really sophisticated and beautifully performed and produced pop music consequences that opening track i'm obsessed with sweet talker the single with galantis i'm obsessed with um i love make it out alive i love uh intimacy night call the time track there's so much great pop music on this record and just because it is 80s inspired because again he was acting his face off and it's a sin so he's very much surrounded by like 80s gay dance club culture it makes sense that he'd make an album like this yeah and it is sophisticated it's beautifully performed the the melodies are great it's inventive i just feel like any sort of blowback i have read about it i have taken personally (laughs) and i need us all to listen with fresh ears and fresh eyes and like yes the sound is different he's no longer in the band he's free to do whatever he wants in an interview he was like you know what it's like a breakup we just were going through musically we couldn't find the one sound we all wanted the word pop became kind of a bad word when describing our music internal like as far as the band goes wow and so let him live out his gay dance pop fantasies and let make- him be Allie with the billboard oh, stop with Allie <laughs> <laughs> I, I do just want us all to give the album a listen I love the single Starstruck I love the remix of Kylie Minogue he also has the other duet with Kylie Minogue uh, uh, Second to Midnight that was on the deluxe edition of uh, Disco so mm-hmm. if you haven't heard it it's a great song great video in which they're like twins and like you mix up who's who it's great I love that. <laughs> I just can't recommend. I love that. Like, I think my last two uh, weeks have just been like, I love this gay artist album, but a lot of gay people are making great albums. And I feel like we're not talking about the greatness of them enough. Right. And so listen to uh, Night Call. Listen to uh, Vincent's There Will Be Tears and listen to the fucking good parts by Matt Palmer. <laughs> great gay music out for your consumption. I guess I should make an album now, too. I mean, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's not saying all gay people's music is good. <laughs> but man, I'm, if you have. Have me on your side, darling. We'll make sure it's great. Okay, cool. Right. I'll borrow your Pro Tools password. I'll control the Pro Tools. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for supporting my artistry. This is what we do. Uh, but I'm, that sucks that people are being negative about it. Because, I like, know. It's very, very, very talented. And I mean, shocker, people on the internet want to be negative. Like Between him and poor Rachel Zegler. I know. Zegler, I, 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 we don't I will never know. It. But like, come on, guys. Be positive. Be, be positive. positive. I love it. We're saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Two bitchiest girls on the internet, but it's oh, true. They are bitchier. They are bitchier. Yeah, they're the, bitchier. The queens on Twitter are way oh, bitchier than truly, we are. Like truly. Tw- Oof, that's, that's where niceness goes to die. That's true. Yeah, and it's devastating and horrible. Don't get wrapped up in it. Just rise above. Let it roll off. Like your Candy would say. 
I rise above all the haters. Hey. Hey. Is there anything else we need to tell the people before we say goodbye? I don't believe so. I don't either. We love you. I'm we l- glad we were in focus this whole video, I yes, think. Yes, I think so too. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll be back next week with more 2 Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.